0: terry and jesse show i'm reporting for duty terry what about you my friend Jesse,
1: i'm always reporting to duty it's an honor and a pleasure to share the gospel with as many people and whoever will hear it this, this gospel message it's the good news and just today is i say it's a special show and they're all special but in one sense this is really special because today monsignor charles pope we're going to have an article about the plain warning that unrepentant sexual sins excludes one from the kingdom of God. And I know that sounds like, well, of course it does. Well, we're not hearing that. And I think out of charity. And, you know, just like a young person I taught in religion maybe 45 years ago, I'll never forget when I told him no fornicator can enter the kingdom of heaven. And I showed it to him in the Bible. and He went, oh, my gosh, I didn't know that. Well, you know what? Maybe it stopped him from fornicating, Jesse. I'm all for it. you got to tell people the truth because what's happened is too many of us think that oh well that doesn't matter god understands no god expects us to live according to the ten commandments and just the the great article you picked from archbishop viganel the universal masonic brotherhood fears the power of the holy rosary wow i want everybody to read the article because we're never going to get to it all but i'll tell you one thing it does it really speaks highly about our circumstances and the battle that we're in. And anybody who reads that article or listens to today's show, you'll know that um, you're you're suiting up either for the good guys or the bad guys. This, there's no in-between here. And, and just before I mention the soul food, I wanted to give some good news stories. I think it's great when I see people stand up for the faith. And one of them is in Uganda, the African country, the United Nations had a resolution saying that abortion is a human right. And these guys in Africa, you know what they told them? Hey, we're pro-life. Therefore, we oppose that definition. That There are many things that are not promoted as a human right, including homosexuality, but we do not support them or give our laws, our culture, and our morals to that. So they're standing up to the United Nations, and I'm just glad because when I read that 90% of the births are going to come in the next century to the world through Africa... That tells me something. And then one more good news story. Catholics converged on Washington, D.C. this week of prayer and fasting. And I know Doug Berry was there because I we got a nice chat with him about... He said that um, this was all about the International Week of Prayer and Fasting because as the um, Maureen Flynn, founder of the week, said, it seems to be a real battle between the forces of darkness and the forces of light. You know what, Jesse? More people are seeing... Simple equation right now. We're in the battle of our life.
0: You got some good news too, for brother, for us? Yeah, I got uh, one quick one, Terry. Good. Uh, Mr. Mr. Fauci.
1: Yeah. Oh, boy. A lot
0: of people are... Yeah, this guy's the one basically that started all of this. Fauci's net worth has doubled during the COVID, Terry.
1: That's interesting.
0: Yeah. So Dr. Anthony Fauci's net worth doubled during the COVID-19 pandemic, according to a report from the government watchdog group, OpenTheBooks.com. Uh-huh. Fauci remained the United States' highest paid federal employee with an annual salary of 456000 in 2021 oh, and 480000 in 2022. He's out-earned the president. He's out-earned four-star generals. And he's out-earned around 4.3 million other federal employees. Hmm. Uh, Also, something else I want to mention on on the good news front. tell us. Uh, Family, I just want to remind you that October is the month which the Catholic Church dedicates to the Holy Rosary. Man. This is a devotion which Our Lady loves most, and she's asked us to pray it every day if possible. In her apparitions to St. Dominic de Guzman, Blessed Alan de La Roche, St. Bernadette, Subaru, and Lourdes, to Blessed Jacinta, Blessed Francesco, and Sor Lucia and Fatima, also to St. Louis de Montfort. This is a Marian devotion which several popes throughout these centuries have endorsed and encouraged the Catholic faithful to pray as a manifestation of our filial trust and love for our Mother, the Mother of God, because we know the powerful intercession which Our Lady... As the Mother of God has in front of the Blessed Trinity.
1: Well said. Let's get some some soul food in our soul, Jesse.
0: The short gospel today, uh, Luke chapter ten, verses thirty-eight to forty-two. Yep. Jesus entered a village, where a woman whose name was whose name was Martha welcomed him. She had a sister named Mary who sat beside the Lord at his feet. Listening to him speak, Martha, burdened with much serving, came to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me by myself to do the serving? Tell her to help me. The Lord said to her in reply, Martha, Martha, you're anxious and worried about many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part and it will not be taken from her the gospel of the lord praise to you lord jesus christ here's what we can say about both of these christian women uh martha was an activist okay do 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 got to get got to get it done got a deadline 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 mary was a contemplative now we need both in the christian life don't get me wrong but according to our lord and savior jesus christ what is a uh, what is the higher calling? What is, uh, uh, as Saint Paul says, "Let me show you a more excellent way," as he says to the Corinthians. The more excellent way is the life of uh, the life of Martha. I mean, the life of Mary, who sat beside our Lord at His feet, just listening to Him. Yeah, Terry. Beautiful, Jess. Well, listen. Uh,
1: yeah. I want to talk a little bit about the saint of the day. Oh, and, yeah. uh, you know, St. Francis of Assisi, and, we all, you know, Pope Francis is, um, is uh, named after St. Francis, so this would be a good reflection for him and for all of us mm. to see what Francis' style was all about. One thing I will mention about him, Jesse, that maybe not many people know about, they all know about his poverty, detachment. But uh, his words were, uh, poverty ends when you walk into a church. So the Franciscans wanted the best for the Blessed Sacrament. And for the church, so there was no going seconds and uh, I think that's interesting. He also had a, a strong statement about the Blessed Sacrament being in the center of the church. that was back in the twelfth thirteenth century Jesse, and he had very much opinions about uh the 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 liturgy so I say that, and number two jess uh he was very evangelic evangelical he went up to a a, a to a more uh, to a uh, not a mason to a Muslim when he wanted to go to the uh, Holy Land to evangelize them, and he confronted the guy. And just what's kind of interesting about St. Francis, people think, oh, he's just a, a meek kind of guy. Yeah. Tell us exactly what he shared the gospel with that Muslim. How how What kind of gospel was it, Jess, when he said to the Muslim that you um, needed oh, to find Jesus Christ?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get I'll the I'll give exact, it to you, brother. Yeah, I'm I, getting... You got the quote, I, well, I got the
1: quote. You. He basically said this, that unless you... Uh, become Christian you're gonna go to hell and the Muslim was so impressed that he was had no fear because he had Muslims I could have killed him right there but no Jess he actually told the Muslim this is not an ecumenical approach that we have today but you know what Jesse I, I know that Father Zachariah Boutros a good friend of the show he says the same thing to Muslims He's willing to tell them the salvation is only one under one name. It's under Jesus Christ, and I think that we need that style to come back again. How about you,
0: Francis of Assisi? He definitely would have been kicked out of Vatican too yeah. uh, during during the uh, during the roundtable on ecumenism mm-hmm. because you're right, Terry. Uh, he confronted a sultan.
1: Yes, what's? Well, He's a Muslim.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's a Muslim leader. Yeah. So we're just not just any Muslim. Big shot. Yeah, it's, it's a big shot, and and uh, they the Muslim leader didn't kill him. Just says this, by, this guy's the Sultan had like a tiger on each side of him. Yeah. he had like you know a thousand soldiers, and he's saying this guy is by himself. <laughs> I
1: love it. And that.
0: this guy is 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 calling me out and saying I've got to believe in Jesus. Uh, yeah, Saint Francis, he didn't uh, he, he didn't he didn't say uh, you know. Uh, dare we hope that all men are saved. <laughs> he told them. He told the Muslim, yeah. if uh, if you don't believe in Jesus Christ, uh, the Sultan yeah. says, your your soul's in, in, in jeopardy of damnation. Yep. St. Francis of Assisi, pray, pray for, uh, for uh, Let's us.
1: bring the smartest guy into the room real quick. Archbishop <laughs> Sheen. Full scene ahead. This quote fits right in with Archbishop Vigano, Jesse. I, I don't know if they ever met each other, but probably mm-hmm. not. But here's what Bishop Sheen says about conflict. He said, the conflict of the future will be between a God religion and a state religion, between Christ and the Antichrist, but in a political disguise. I just there, there, he, That was 70 years ago. Did he know something we didn't know? I Without mean, a
0: doubt. Uh, man,
1: that's insightful.
0: Uh, yeah, I think uh, Bishop Sheen was a prophet. I remember I, I read that he gave a homily yeah. and he said in a lecture that, Joseph Stalin was going to die in a few days. I
1: remember it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And
0: when he gave this lecture, yep. Joseph Stalin died seven days after Unreal. he predicted it. Mm-hmm. Seven days. So if anybody thinks that this man uh, wasn't didn't have the gift of prophecy, uh, yeah, uh, you'd you'd better think again. You bet. Bishop, yeah, Venerable Fulton Sheen pray, pray for, for us. us as well.
1: Boy, do we need him. When we come back, Jess, Monsignor Charles Pope. He, he, he's making some real clear teachings about sexual sins that I think really, if you think about it, he's he's warning you to say, look um, let's be, you know the Bible is our highest form no priest, no bishop, no pope can change anything in the Bible especially when it comes to morality whether it's homosexuality, or marriage and divorce, this is all a biblical text that's going to give us the insight and the fortitude to know what the truth is here. Stay with us, family. We'll be back in a moment. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse.
0: We need priests to speak plain like Monsignor Charles Pope. Mm. He has an article that says a plain warning that unrepentant sexual sin excludes one from the kingdom of God. That yeah. is a breath of fresh air that we have. A, in fact, he's in Washington, and that's I mean that's a very high profile place. So for him to say that in Washington, I, I, t- I tip my hat off. I point. do too. And today's uh, this was the, for Tuesday of the twenty third week. So this was a few weeks ago, September seventh, when he wrote this. But uh, Monsignor Pope writes. St. Paul writes clearly of the danger of certain behaviors that many celebrate today. Others minimize them as of any importance. In 1 Corinthians 6, 9, and 10, Monsignor Pope quotes the Bible, Do not be deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor boy prostitutes, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor robbers will inherit the kingdom of God. Close quote. To say that someone who does not repent of such behaviors will not inherit the kingdom of God is to say that they'll go to hell. Yep. This is very clear. Mm -hmm. And this is very strong. Willfully persisting in sins and lifestyles such as these leads to destruction. Now, note, note. This warning extends to those who defiantly, stubbornly refuse to see such behaviors and even more to those who celebrate and encourage them. The warning is not to those who many fall in weakness, but acknowledge their sin, confess it, and seek to get free. Sadly, the celebration and glamorization of such things is widespread in our culture today. Certainly fornication, premarital sex, adultery, homosexual acts, spoken of this, if, if this uh, in, in this text as sodomy are depicted and celebrated in our movies, music, <laughs> parades, yep. and in many other ways. These forms of illicit sexual union are depicted as normal and no big deal.
1: And that's really sad because even in the church, some people see it as, well, you know, boys will be boys. No, Monsignor points this out in reference to homosexual acts. I like that he says that rather than gay or I mean, it's what it is, Jess. Homosexual acts. Yep. There is the further problem that lifestyles and identities centered on this behavior are celebrated in our culture as something in which one should have pride. You know, Pride Week. Yeah, uh-huh. it's horrible. And how shocking is it to hear certain bishops in certain countries, along with certain priests, yeah, indicate. That the church should change her teaching on homosexual acts no way but as st paul see they can't change it this is the bottom line st paul and the holy spirit they're saying never got the memo and have set forth a clear teaching that homosexual acts along with other illicit forms of sexual union such as fornication adultery Prostitution can never be approved. You notice why I said never, Jess? Because it's mm. the biblical teaching. Even the Pope can't change what the Bible teaches. Nope. The church has no authority to overthrow what God has clearly taught at every stage of Scripture, from the earliest pages to the last page. That's just the Catholic faith right there, brother.
0: In addition to these forms of illicit sexual union, the text that the, the text also consigns other forms of sinful behavior to hellfire, such as theft, greed, drunkenness, slanderers and robbers, and yet many of these things are so are also depicted mm-hmm. in movies which glamorize the mafia, violence, theft, for example, Ocean's Eleven. I guess that's a movie, mm-hmm. or drunkenness, uh, for example, Animal House. That was a movie, and so forth. Greed is so often normalized and celebrated in shows such as the lifestyles of the rich and famous, etc. Wow. Continue, Jess. St. Paul indicates that those who engage in or celebrate such sins and sinful drives as those who are deceived, they actually think that such matters are either fine or no big deal. But this is not what Scripture says, and this passage is not the only place where such warnings are given. Continue. These sins and drives are certainly human problems. Yep. And many of them afflict most of us. Surely, as any confessor knows, our human condition is weak, yep. and we must have common recourse to God's mercy and seek His grace. There may well be less concern with the salvation of those who of those acknowledge their sin and seek absolution. What is more worrisome are those who are defiant and refuse to admit that what they do in such matters is wrong. Dangerous indeed is the fate of those who celebrate, take pride in, or call or call no big deal what God calls sin. For example, like the, like the entire LGBT community. That's the perfect example. Indeed, our biggest sin is pride. And it is really what leads us to every other sin. Terry? Jesse, I want to mention
1: that. You know, us, we, you know, Jesse, myself, we're teachers, okay? So we have a big accountability here. Yeah. And when I think about people who are that are not well-formed because they haven't been taught the morality of our Catholic faith, it seems to me, Jess, biblically, we participate yeah. in those sins because they haven't been taught. So let's just say you have somebody who says, well, I'm a homosexual, but you know what? Father James Martin and Bishop X, they say that... You know, the church is going to accept us, so we don't have to change. Okay, number one, those bishops and priests who are giving misinformation, or actually, I'll just say uh, heresy, I'll just say false information. In other words, teachings that are not biblical are going to be held accountable. And so this is why it's important that we have a well-formed conscience. And what Monsignor is doing for us right here. Is clearly teaching a biblical worldview on sexual sins and on all sins that offend God, and make it clear that we need to repent and believe. But without repentance, we are going to objectively go to hell without repenting of our sins. That's just a biblical axiom.
0: Yeah, I just uh, how it works, yes Yeah, and and uh, this is why, as Catholics, uh, mm-hmm. we we need to just train ourselves yeah. in a life of good habits. That's called virtue, holy habits. Yes. Uh, because the devil knows that every man has a fallen nature. The oh, devil knows it. going to go after you. And the devil knows every man's battle. Yes. And so as a Catholic, we have to make sure that we are armored up, as St. Paul says in Ephesians chapter mm-hmm. 6. Armored up, it means that you're living in a state of sanctifying grace. That's the only way you can defeat... The disordered uh, appetites of the flesh, uh, coupled with the fact that the devil's always projecting ordinary temptation, but back to the article that says, "Listen to God, be humble, and at the same time, privileged to hear His word and abide by it." Do not call good what God calls sin. We must humbly acknowledge our sins, even the popular and celebrated ones in culture. And having acknowledged them, we ought to repent, seek confession. And strive to be free of them by God's grace. Do not be deceived by false prophets who contradict God's word. Even if they were a Roman collar or a mitre, says Monsignor Pope, let let God's word clearly reach you and humbly accept it and strive to live it. The Lord Jesus loves us, but he expects us to be he expects to be taken seriously, and for us to heed the full word of God, what is more authoritative for you? The word of God? or the customs of a world gone wild. And, and Jesse, what Monsignor Charles Pope is preaching
1: is something that needs to be preached. And i am tell you what I think happens in the church. We want to be liked by our people. We want everybody to like us. Well, you know what? That's not why the gospel is being preached. The gospel is being preached for salvation. And I would encourage, I mean, I know Bishop Strickland uh, today is going to be preaching on Galatians chapter 1 which has talked about accountability and about don't worry about men not liking you and worry about what God wants and what God's teachings are and not compromise because the world is trying to get inside of you. Reject the world. And I think that this is what we need to be doing. And Monsignor Charles Pope is saying, look, I believe that when you preach the gospel, Jess, over 2,000 years, we've had a really great success with the church when we don't compromise. The weaknesses of our church over the two thousand years, if you look at it, when we've had problems, it's because we got distracted by the world, the devil, and the flesh. And I, I would project right now, with the you know, eight Catholics leaving for every one Catholic that comes, that if we would go back to the, I'll call it old time religion. What I mean by that, Jess? is the gospel, clear and ambiguous, unambiguous. We teach the teachings of the church in season and out, and I believe more people would come into the church than we have right now because what's happening is we're trying to do what the German church is doing. And what happened with that? Everybody left. So we need to teach nothing more than the gospel and forget about trying to
0: please men. The uh, Most people that fall into fornication or the homosexual lifestyle what comes before that is pornography of course yeah because all those yeah. images are all those images are blasted in their mind in their yep. memory
1: yep
0: and now now they want to act on them because they're again their lower faculties are weak they have no faith life that they have yep. no no strength in their will they have no willpower and so they follow their lower passions. yep uh father ripperger the way he tells people to combat pornography uh people that go to him He says, you can combat pornography through the devotion to the five sacred wounds of Jesus. He says, get a picture, either an image or a a statue of a bloody corpus of Jesus. He says, look at it because this is the understanding that the desecration of our Lord's flesh was the response to our sins of the flesh. So pray the rosary, the sorrowful mysteries... Meditating and reflecting on the five sacred wounds of Jesus. He says if you do it for 90 days, you'll break the habit because in 90 days, the brain remaps itself. In other words, good habits and bad habits, it takes about 90 days of sustained uh, doing them every single day for it to become a habit and you make a pathway into your brain. So, uh, awesome. Yeah. So, when the demon tries to suggest, uh, suggest time meditating and reflecting on his sacred wounds, uh, and, or the demons trying to suggest that you watch pornography, uh, project back to him the images of the of the five sacred wounds of Jesus Christ. How do you do this? Father Ripperger says, uh, practically speaking, when you get that urge towards pornography, take <laughs> your rosary, go on your phone, and look up the graphic, bloody pictures of Jesus, of the Lord Jesus Christ, mm. on their phone from from the movie The Passion, and then. You just uh, pray the sorrowful mysteries and you and you conscientiously project those images of the passion of Jesus Christ into the cosmos, into your house, into your bedroom, and all your dirty thoughts will be burned away because this is called meditation. Christian meditation, the Desert Fathers tell us, that drives away thoughts of evil and thoughts of wickedness.
1: Well said, Father Chad Ripper nailing it. Don't forget, he's coming in march for the spiritual warfare conference it's not too late to get your tickets for that event by going to vmpr.org and when we come back archbishop Vigano, fearless uh, archbishop going to talk about the universal masonic brotherhood what it fears it fears the power of the holy rosary and the month of the rosary wow stay with us family we'll be right back Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse.
0: Oh boy, oh boy, we take a lot of heat from people when we start quoting Archbishop Vigano. Oh,
1: put your seatbelt on, everybody.
0: But I'll tell you why I quote him, because yeah. in, in, in my opinion, uh-huh. I believe he's one of our—he's he, a modern-day prophet.
1: Yeah, John the Baptist, and, and, man.
0: And, 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 Yeah, and I can give you seven traits of a biblical prophet, and Archbishop Vigano, he basically checks all these boxes off. Number one, moral clarity. That's what you're going to get from him. He also speaks inconvenient truth to power. Yeah. He also speaks about the consequences of sin. He also calls people to repentance. Mm. He also leans heavily on God's word. Yep. He also lives in exile, Terry. He's on the run. Oh yeah. They're probably. I'm guessing they're probably trying to kill him. I mean, I. It doesn't uh, surprise me. Look what he's doing, Jesse's. He's exposing our our
1: our uh, errors in. Error. He's exposing people in the church yes. who are doing really bad things. And you know what? Uh, you're going to get repaid for that. And I wouldn't yeah. be surprised.
0: Yeah, he's also persecuted by the establishment. Oftentimes, his own brother bishop. Oh yeah. And the last thing is, uh, without a doubt, as as a bishop, as a uh, Father Bill Casey says, a priest, and especially somebody of his caliber, Archbishop, he's a marked man for murder. That's right. a, 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 Father Casey has a talk. It's called "Priest: The Mar- Marked Men for Murder." And uh, yeah, if a priest like Father Casey is a marked man, can you imagine Viganò? Oh, good time. so Archbishop Viganò, the the title's called "The Universal Masonic Brotherhood Fears the Power of the Holy Rosary." Hold in your hands. That rosary, that some consider a symbol of religious radicalism, thereby seeking to disarm you and weaken your defense. But it is precisely this fear of the holy rosary that lead that must lead us to hold on with, hold on to it with even greater convi- conviction. So he gave a, an address uh, on uh, at the national march for Catholics on Friday, and he said this: "Dear friends, I'll go right into a script." He says. May all of you, therefore, receive my greetings, my encouragement, and and the assurance of my prayers. In a society that has neither ideals nor the capacity to fight for anything, in which the hypocritical pacifism of those who are cowardly surrenders its weapons in the face of the violence of the tyrant, you are called, as true Catholics, to bear witness of the gospel and to show the world that the kingdom of heaven which is conquered by the heroism of virtue and by the love of neighbor. Hold in your hands that rosary that some consider a symbol of religious radicalism, thereby seeking to disarm you and weaken your defense. But it is precisely uh, this fear of the holy rosary that must lead us to hold on to it with even greater conversion.
1: Jesse, I just want to make sure, love of God and neighbor, both. Ah,
0: thank you. Yeah, continue. Behold, they are finally here. Behold, they have finally come out into the open. The proponents of the Masonic Brotherhood to spew their hatred for the Most Holy Rosary, which in the prayer to the Virgin of Pompeii, we call, quote, a tower of salvation in the assaults of hell, safe harbor in the common shipwreck, close quote. And it could not be otherwise in a war involving the spiritual and material worlds archbishop vigano says we have the confirmation once again that what lays behind the globalist mirage is the tyranny of satanism and his satellite
1: why doesn't he really tell us what he thinks just he's exactly. spot on continue yeah.
0: he says archbishop vigano says the state is secular
1: mm-hmm.
0: they say as if it were possible for the contemporary man to deny god's authority and refuse to submit individuals, families, societies, and nations to His Lordship. But this state, which calls itself secular, is in reality irreligious and ungodly, because while it chooses to profess atheism or religious indifference, it 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 in fact offends the Divine Majesty by lowering Him to the level of idols and superstitions. Nailed it. It does violence to the
1: truth. Uh, you know that statement. It does violence to the Sheesh. truth. Where where else have you heard someone say it that way, Jess? Not, not God, not, love him. Continue, man. Church. Yeah,
0: placing it on the same level as lies and error. It maliciously deceives people. He's talking about the secular state, making them believe that we can be observant in private and secular in public without denying the one mm-hmm. who created us, not to realize ourselves or walk together but to worship, serve, give glory to, and obey our Creator and Redeemer to whom each of us belongs and without whom we would not have been created and saved.
1: Can I just jump in and say, if God stopped thinking about us, we'd cease to exist. What he just is telling people is the meaning and purpose of life, and he's cutting through it all. Continue.
0: The ungodly and the anti-Catholic secular state does not consider the prayer of the the Holy Rosary as a Papist superstition, these are the generic accusations of anti-clericals and free thinkers, but as a real weapon as who of, of whose power terrifies them, it hates talking about the secular state Here and the it comes masses, it hates the Catholic mass, mm-hmm. but not its conciliar parody what, what are you talk about there yeah yeah he's he's saying but uh, they don't the the left or the the state doesn't hate the balloons, banners, banners and butterflies. Oh, no, we got a lot Bu- of that. That's Bunini, man. All right. that, that's what he's saying. Yeah. It hates Catholic doctrine, but not the magisterium of Santa Marta.
1: <laughs> Tell us exactly what that's. That's Santa
0: Marta is an apartment where the Pope lives.
1: Okay.
0: It hates Catholic morality, but praises Bergoglio, the Pope's uh, real name, mm-hmm. for his interventions in favor of sodomy, climate change, and immigration. It hates prayer, and in particular the rosary, which places at the head of our small formation Our Lady under the title of Nicop- Nicopia, in other words, she, who is the bearer of victories, the one who invoked by by Christianity as queen of the Holy Rosary, allowed the fleet of Lepanto to defeat the the followers of Mohammed. this secular state, which is secular name only but in reality is intrinsically rebellious to our lord Jesus to our Lord Jesus Christ it knows what the supernatural power of grace is what the power of prayer and fasting is and it knows the infinite value of the holy sacrifice of the mass that is why it wants to prevent any public manifestation of religion and to brand as extremist radical traditionalist catholics who wield the invincible weapon of the rosary or who kneel before god but do not kneel do not kneel for black lives matter well said Talking about one of his brother bishops in Mexico. Exactly,
1: exactly.
0: It's no surprise that the servants of the enemy share with him this furious aversion to the Holy Rosary. I like this theology here. Oh, yeah, here it comes. Every Hail Mary that ascends to heaven to honor the Mother of God and asks her to intercede for us sinners adds a dart to the quivers of the angels and crumbles the precarious power of the prince of this world. That's Satan, who in reality who is in reality a usurping prince who appropriates a civil and ecclesiastical authority by means of deception, knowing well that his end, Satan's end, is near and his tyranny is close to defeat. Terry?
1: Jesse, I got to just say, he writes really well, and this is in front of a bunch of good conservative Orthodox Catholics. And I bet you they're just going, wow, this is good stuff. He's setting it up. He says, the world of the Great Reset and the agenda of 2030, the world of Davos and the the U.N., the world of who and the usurious finance seem to have won. Yeah, this is what it shows, right? No. After the resignation of Pope Benedict XVI and the electrical fraud of the American presidential election, two figures of the Cachon. Okay. We're missing. That's a a Greek word, actually, which which means the restrainer. I got it. Uh, The former of spiritual authority and the later a temporal authority, which could oppose the advent of the Antichrist. Well, they need to get rid of them, right? In their place were installed two people who are totally inconceivably irreconcilable with the role they play to use a euphemism. One chosen by St. Gallian Mafia, we know about that, and the other by the American Deep State and the elite of the New World Order. They are also united by their choice of corrupt and perverted friends and collaborators. Many of them are friends, you got that right. The Catholic Church is eclipsed today by the Deep Church, and the United States are eclipsed by the Deep State. Both use their authority against the purpose for which they have been instituted. The Salum
0: Arian? That's the Salvation of Souls.
1: Okay, For yep, uh, the Salvation of Souls for the church and the Bonum Commune for the The state. The common good. The common common good good for the state. And we find the leaders of the state and church significantly allied in the destruction of both. They meet, they praise, they buy, they sell each other. I hate to say it, but he's right. And prostitute themselves to the elite, in the hope of not being wiped out when they are no longer needed, hmm. and to show that they are devoted to the globalist uh, Leviath. Leviath, they destroy everything that recalls the society born of Christian civilization.
0: Yeah, These, that's what the global is, the deep state, yeah, get the rid of reset the... agenda. To what they they want to get all they want to get rid of any any contribution made by Christianity, Roman Catholic Christianity. Yep. yep. They want to eradicate it entirely. That's their whole plan. And they're doing a really good job of that, Jesse. And Terry, we have a lot of uh, prelates on our side that are basically with them, and they're helping them.
1: And, and you know what, Jesse? They're helping them by their silence. I'd like to believe that they're stupid. I'd like to believe that they're ignorant without knowledge of all this. But you know what, brother? <clears throat> I pray that they are, because if they're not, God have mercy on those prelates. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, Tara, I think a lot of it is uh, going back to St. Paul in First Timothy chapter six: "The love of money is the root of all evil." I think there's a lot of money being passed around uh, from deep state to deep church ask and vice Chinese. versa.
1: Yeah, ask the Chinese.
0: Yeah, the exactly, and 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 this is why they're all in collaboration with this, and they're all they're all about. They they look at Earth as Mother Earth as a religion as a goddess. Yep. And they have contempt for the baby in the mother's womb.
1: Unbelievable.
0: Yeah, we're we we uh, we're in the times of Isaiah the prophet where he says, uh, in the latter times, he says, men will call good, bad, and bad, good. They'll call right, wrong, and wrong, right. They'll call good, evil, and evil, good. We're living in some wicked times,
1: but you know what, folks? The good news is we have Jesus Christ, the answer to these wicked yep. times his teaching. And that's what we're going to proclaim. Stay with us, family. You're listening to the Terry and Jesse Show. And I'll still say I'm too blessed to be stressed. I'm too anointed to be disappointed. And if hope was money, I'd be a billionaire because I know Jesus. Stay with us. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, Here's Terry and Jesse. Welcome back. Jesse, you're not here in Covina, but someone just knocked on our studio door saying, Hey, uh, these ladies that are praying in the church, I want to come back to church. I've been away from the church for years. And you see, Jess, this is what Archbishop Vigano is really talking about, the salvation of souls. That's why he's speaking so boldly. That's why we have Holy Mass. That's why we have people praying before the Blessed Sacrament. You can't explain people coming back without the prayers of the faithful. And I think what Archbishop Vigano is asking us to do is take our rosaries out because it is the weapon of choice in this time of confusion.
0: Amen. Archbishop Vigano says that we're the control group group of the traditional world in a globalist society, just as those non-subjected to gene serum are the control group that disavows a pandemic narrative. (laughs) What is the control group? It's a group of subjects who during an experiment are kept in the same conditions as those under examination, but do not undergo the treatment that is the subject of the trial. The function of the control group is to exclude alternative explanations of the results and to ensure that the data from the experimental group are actually due to the ver- to the variable being tested and not to unknown external influences. This is why they want to cancel us. Yeah. Make us invisible and censor us. Our very existence is a point of comparison that reveals fraud and denounces its culprits. Resist then, as Catholics and as Americans, resist as you did by refusing mandatory vaccination because your state of health. The fact that you do not suffer from myocarditis, myocard- no. that you've been made that you have not been made sterile, yep. and that you have that you did not suffer from sudden illnesses is evidence of the correlation between the inoculation of the experimental serum and the adverse effects. The Bergolian Sanhedrin and the public authority are once again in agreement in sending the Lord to death for the same crime as they did long ago for having declared His kingship. Those who recognize Jesus Christ as King are enemies of the state and the deep church since both of these refuse to submit to his empire and obey his law. And they know full well that where Christ reigns, there is no room for either bad shepherds or bad rulers. Wow. At the end of the Holy Mass, after the last gospel, the prayers recited to St. Michael, invoking him as a prince of the heavenly host and begging him to drive back to hell Satan and the other evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. In the prayer that precedes it, the priest asks for the intervention of God Pro Libertate et Exaltationi Sancti Matris Ecclesia, for the freedom and triumph of Holy Mother Church. That's the prayer that he prays a priest yep. at, the, at the end of the Low Mass. For this reason, we pray to the glorious Archangel. For this reason, we venerate the Mother of God with the prayer of the Holy Rosary and with pious devotions. For this reason, priests celebrate the Holy Mass every day, pouring out on this misguided world the infinite graces of the Passion Of our Lord. Wow. Americans, American Catholics. Here he is, guys. Listen up. If the civil law recognizes the right to defend your homeland with weapons, the law of the Lord requires you to fight this this epochal battle with the spiritual weapons that the Holy Mother, that the Holy Church makes available to you an inexhaustible arsenal. Take up the Holy Rosary. Kneel down, you two men and children, And show your strength, your courage, and your honor as Christians by praying. It will not be our own human forces that will overcome the enemy, but the tremendous phalanx of the angels and saints. Wow. That's a Roman formation, uh, army formation. Mm -hmm. Behind the banner of the cross held by the archangel Michael and under the protection of the virgin who is auxilium Christianorum, help of Christians. We are only asked to choose what side we are on and to, f- to fulfill our duty wow. according to our state in life.
1: Wow, Jesse, the last paragraph. He's, he's, he's
0: given the gospel right here. Yep. Continue, Jesse, at the last... Pray, Yep. do, do penance. penance, fast, live in the grace of God by confessing your sins often and receiving Holy Communion. Never stop keeping yourselves close, closely bound to Our Lady by means of the Holy Rosary. If in the past Europe was safe from the Muslim invasion, thanks to this prayer the world will be saved all the more if the simple and holy words of the holy mary continue to rise to heaven from every part of the earth archbishop Vigano says i bless you all
1: jesse saint louis de montfort with true devotion talks about those who pray the rosary will be saved so you see this is the month of october if you're not praying your daily rosary Shame on you, okay? Now's the time to say, I'm going to make a commitment, not just for my family, but for the entire world. Jesse, think of what's going on right now in Ukraine. We've got Russians saying that they're going to use a nuke to to, uh, knock out the Ukrainians. And then you've you've got North Korea shooting missiles over Japan right now. We've got so many Mm. tragedies that are happening right now. We can either crawl in a hole and say, Mm. not on my watch, or we can respond spiritually by living holy lives and by making reparation for sacrilegious. Yes, I yes said the word sacrilegious that are going on in the world and in the church because we can atone for this. That's the point of Archbishop Vigano is trying to get the army up. And I think he's doing that in this talk, Jess.
0: That's right. You know, me and Terry at this point, we're not about playing silly games anymore. No we're too old and too tired yes cuz what we're doing is we're witnessing the very destruction of western civilization yeah. brick by brick yep. by our fellow americans and so for the sake of our children and our grandchildren it's time that we fight back uh i know these are time i know these are hard times for loyal catholics because the media assaults us yep the culture of death mocks us mm-hmm. And dissenters called cafeteria Catholics, they undermine us from within. But remember, Holy Mother Church was founded by Jesus upon the rock, who was Peter. And he promised that the gates of hell would never prevail against her. And they haven't, and they won't. The Catholic Church is the oldest institution in the Western world, perhaps the entire world. And the Church has been attacked from within and outside for 20 centuries. (laughs) Nothing new. The church has prevailed over wicked Roman emperors. The church has prevailed over heretics. Yep. The church has prevailed over the barbarians, Attila, the Hun, the Vandals, the Visigoth invaders, Mohammed and the Muslims uh, crusades, which lasted eight centuries. Wow. We've uh, we've uh, we've also uh, uh, withstood the attacks from the corrupt kings of England. Uh, the Mongolians, the Protestant reformers, Ivan the Terrible, the first Russian czar, the French Revolution, Napoleon Bonaparte, Charles Darwin, King Mwanga, the Japanese shoguns, yeah. the Chinese Ming Dynasty, the Chinese Communist Party, Benito Mussolini, Vladimir Lenin, Primo de Rivera, Manuel Asana, and the Spanish Popular Front in Spain. We've withstood attacks from Joseph Stalin, Plutarco Caius. Pol Pot, Ho Chi Minh, Adolf Hitler, Mao Tse Tung, Fidel Castro, Che Guevara, and guess what? And the church has buried and outlasted all her enemies. All those people I named are dead. Dead. The church has buried all of them. And the church is like a phoenix bird. You know, there's an old legend that the phoenix bird, when you think it's dead, all of a sudden the phoenix bird just rises from the dead, from the ashes. That's like the Catholic Church, Terry. That's right. The Catholic Church is much like the phoenix bird. Once you think that they're over and that they're done and the church has been destroyed, the church always rises from the ashes and rises ever more stronger, Terry.
1: And our Bible says our Lord will be with you until the end of time. Yes.
0: And this is what's so
1: beautiful by staying close to Jesus in the Eucharist. You know, people can say, I'm frightened. You know, right now we have a frightened world because of COVID. Last couple of years, right? You know what we should be frightened of? Dying uh, in the state of, of mortal, mortal sin. sin. Yeah. And, and, and where's the frightness about that? No one. They're like, oh, no problem. God will forgive me. No, this is why we have to step up our prayer life. We have to step up, receiving Holy Communion and reparation. Yes, reparation communions. Yes, sacrilegious things are going on. Reparation. We have to be reading our Bible every day, praying our rosary every day, getting to confession at least once a month, because we want to be spiritually fit. How are you going to spiritually beat this, this attack spiritually that's going on in the world unless we're in good shape? How do we Impossible. get in good shape? No, by practicing the virtues of our yes. faith. That just... This is why it's so important here at Virgin Most Powerful. We say the salvation of souls is why we do what we do because Fulton Sheen said it. If souls are saved, everything is saved. If souls aren't saved, nothing is saved. Your house, my house, my car. Hey, Jess, guess what? It's all going to be... going to stay here. Yeah, we're done. But yeah. what's going to last? The things we do for Jesus.
0: Amen. For me to live is Christ and for me to die is gain. Amen. As uh, As Fulton Sheen said... He said, "We need a Christ who will restore moral indignation, mm. who will make us hate evil with a passionate intensity, Amen. and love goodness to the point where we, as Christians, can drink death like water." I love it. Yep, that's, we got to get fearless to that point, Terry. Yeah. it's in his book, Life in Life in Christ. Life of Christ where, Christ. where we can drink death, we we can love goodness, beauty, and truth so much to the point where we're willing to drink death like water. When uh, when we get to that point, uh, then we can say what St. Paul says, and King David says, Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, death, where is your power over me?
1: Wow. Jesse, we put The Life of Christ by Fulton Sheen, it was pr- printed in 1951 on an audio file. And if that wouldn't give you inspiration, nothing will, because it mm-hmm. takes the life of Christ and applies it to us in our world. If you want to get a copy of that, I'm just going to say call us at 877 877- five two six two one five and we get a lot of calls be patient we'll get back with you but i'm going to tell you the only thing that is worth meditating on right now is the life of christ and i mean that that's the number one meditation we have to have because he is our example and all the saints would say the same thing as saint paul says i'm an imitator of christ be imitators of me yeah Mm -hmm. but i'm imitating christ that's who we
0: have to imitate that's right. Iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. Proverbs twenty seven seventeen. That's why we do the show every day. Yep. And remember that Christ demands zeal. Yes. Christ demands zeal.
1: Well said, Jess. And I want to remind everybody who wants to be a monthly donor here at Virgin Most Powerful. We send you all these audio files as a way of saying thank you. $25 a month pays our bills with our monthly donors. That's what we are asking people to do. And we'll give you back hundreds of dollars worth of product every single month. Just go to vmpr.org or call us at 877-526-2151. Jesse Romero, big question of the day. What state should we be living
0: in, brother? Live in a state of sanctifying grace. Don't live in a state of mortal sin. Flee this corrupt generation. Pick up your rosary. Pray the rosary every day. Read the daily mass reading.
1: And remember what I said about reparation. Our Lady of Fatima said, Souls are going to hell because no one is there to pray? The Gentleman is upstairs in our office waiting for me, I guess. I'm going to be there. He says, I want to come back to the church. Your prayers are are effective because you can change the salvation of a soul by making reparations for them in the salvation of souls. May God richly bless you. Stay tuned to the Bishop Strickland Hour on our network.